Welcome to the Awaken to Empower podcast, the show for heart-centered entrepreneurs who wish to fully step into their power and make a bigger impact in this world. If you're ready to awaken to and embrace who you are and step into your purpose so you too can manifest the business and life that you desire, then you have come to the right place. I'm your host, Kay Sanders, Transformation Success Coach and Akashic Record Guide, here to support amazing entrepreneurs like you on their journey of awakening to who they are, of stepping into their power as they start living their life on purpose, of making the impact that they are here to make, and creating a successful and thriving business that is in complete alignment with who they are. Now allow me to be your guide that shines light onto the path that is in front of you so you too can move forward, empowered, and confident as you make the difference that you are here to make. Are you ready for that? Hey there, welcome back to another episode. Super excited that you're tuning in again because in today's episode, I would like to talk to you a little bit more about learning to trust your intuition because now you may or may have not really realized, but we all have been really going through this massive shift, this recalibration. I actually had an episode about this a while back about this recalibration and really shifting into a different a different kind of, you know, into the five dimensional energies, right? We all are ascending in our awareness, in our in our consciousness. And you are maybe developing more of your intuitive side, but maybe you don't really know what to do with it. Or maybe you've already used your intuition for many, many years, but maybe there's still something where you sometimes question it. I know for me, when I first started really playing with my intuition, I mean, there were times when I asked myself, I mean, <laughs> did I just make this up? Is this really true? Is this real? Or is it just, you know, my ego having fun with me and stuff. And I really had to learn too how to trust my intuition, especially as I started with the channeling and really getting that guidance for myself. It was very important, especially like when I started working with the Akashic Records, it was really difficult. And I see that with many people, with a lot of spiritual entrepreneurs as well, where they're questioning sometimes their their abilities their their guide the guidance that they're getting and those type of things and so this is what i really want to talk about today and on this episode is really how to learn how to trust your intuition because when you tune into your intuition when you're really connecting to that part of you the truth of who you are and really allowing yourself to be guided by this higher guidance i'm telling you, your life is going to be it's going to be amazing because then you don't have to look for outside sources any longer to get guidance you can just tune in and check in with yourself okay how does that feel is this what i want to do what am i here to do and those type of things so actually we'll get we'll get more into details about that but you know I want to start out with like why learning to trust your intuition is really key to your success because it really is like I just touched on it, but when you're your higher self, your soul simply knows best. No one outside of you, no guru, no expert, no coach, no mentor knows what's best for you, but yourself, your higher self, your soul knows what's best for you. You have a soul blueprint that you are here to follow and no one knows your soul blueprint better than you right? Because it's yours. But it's often so hard to really get get in touch with it. Because when you're really allowing your higher self, your soul to lead the way, it can lead you, it can guide you to make aligned decisions. 
where you're not impacted by lack and limitation and frustration and overwhelm and what am I supposed to do and all these different strategies and whatnot. No, because you choose what is best for you, what feels in alignment, what feels right. And you ignore those that outside input if it doesn't feel right. So yes, you might be might become a little bit of that rebel. You do it your way and you don't really listen to other people, which is good. I hope you do that. Because yes, you can always get input from other people. And I'm, I'm not saying don't work with a coach because I highly recommend working with a coach or mentor or someone that's already further along than you because they already know what works, what doesn't work so they can guide you, they can help you, they can also hold you accountable. I don't, I don't want to discourage you not to get a coach because I highly recommend, I have my supporters, I have my accountability partners, I've worked with many coaches in the past and so it's very, very important. But the thing is, you still want to choose what's best for you because any outside person, whether it's an expert that you're paying for, a coach or mentor, whatnot, it doesn't matter, even a healer, they don't always know what's best for you, only you do. So when someone tells you, you should go, let's say on Facebook and create a Facebook group and you're just like, "Mm, that doesn't feel right then listen to that. So that's what I mean. When you allow yourself to really tune into your intuition, like really let your your higher self, your soul lead the way, that's really the key to success because then you choose based on what feels in alignment. And now on a different level with clients, oh my God, I'm telling you, when you really tap into your intuition, the work you do with your clients, it's going to blow up. It's going to be so powerful and transformational it's, it's, it's just amazing because when you work with clients, you actually gain greater insights in what's going on. You just know things, right? You can maybe feel their energy. You can maybe read between the lines, so to, so to speak. Like you can feel when, when they're shifting or when they're not really honest, when they're not really telling you the truth, when they're not really, when they're in resistance. You can feel that. You can sense that. There are even some other gifts that you might have. I mean, that's for me. So I'm just really talking like what I'm aware of, what I know when you're really tuning in with clients you can feel things you just know things sometimes you also maybe just get some guidance you know the higher guidance sometimes when I talk to clients I just have this message coming through or I can feel when they're not really telling me the full truth or when they're in resistance when they don't want to see what's really right in front of them so so using your intuition, really sharpening your intuition and really trusting that can really help you. It's like an amazing lie detector. I tell you, it helps you also then help them see what they're not seeing. Because like I said, it's like you're, you're reading between the lines that they're simply not aware of, right? So that is really, really powerful. And it makes your, your work, what you do just so much more effective and so much more transformational. It's really, as soon as I start really dabbling more into, you know, bringing my intuition into the mix. It was a game changer because I was able to help my clients really see the things that they were not able to see on their own. I noticed when whatever we were talking about that, even though they said, yes, this is what I want to do, but I could feel the energy restriction restricting. And I was like, so what's going on here? You know, do you have any doubt around this or do you have any fears? And then they were like, you know what? Yes, I don't really feel comfortable. I mean, yes, it sounds like a great idea, but I don't know. I'm, I'm a little afraid. So I was able to coach them through that. 
before I really had my intuition really sharpen or develop, I was not aware of any of those things. So they said, yes, so no, okay, let's go for it. Let's create a strategy. And then I was wondering, why are they not moving forward? Why are they not getting the results that they could be getting? Well, at that point, I didn't know that they were really misaligned to that. So when you really know these things, like on a deeper level, you can help your clients and even not just with clients, with any person, like let's say you're going on a date, for example, right? And you know that other person, like, you know, maybe feels a little weird or whatnot, or they're saying something that doesn't feel right. You can feel that. Like I said, it's an amazing lie detector. And even with your friends, your family, your, your children, same thing. There are many times when I notice that something is going on with my son, even though he says he's fine, but I can feel it. So, and I mean, if you're here listening, I'm kind of sensing that you are more on the empathic side, that you may be an, an empath. And if you're not quite sure, one of my early earlier episodes is about being an empath and, and what that means. So you may want to lo- listen to that if you're not quite sure if you're an empath. I know when I found out that I'm, I'm an empath, I mean, it blew my mind. I didn't know what to do with it. So if you're not quite sure, listen to that episode. It's one of the earliest ones. I don't know the number right now, but it's one of the earliest episodes. I talk more about being an empath and what that means and how that shows up and, and the experience that you might be having as being an like as an empath. But anyways, now also like in your life in general, you know, when you're really trust learning how to trust your intuition, your life is also going to be impacted as well, because it's actually part of getting to know the truth of who you are. And I mean, that is really my goal and my intention to help you discover the truth of who you are. Because and, and I'm talking about and you might say, well, I know who I am. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm really talking about the the self of you that's beneath the layers of doubt and fear and limitation and lack and all that stuff. Like really discovering the truth of who you are. You as a divine being, you know, discovering your soul and who you are really at soul level. Because when you start developing your intuition, I truly believe that that is part of discovering the truth of who you are because we all are very intuitive. Uh, okay, let me rephrase that. Everyone that is on their awakening process, on their awakening path, they are all intuitive because we are all part of the, the greater something, of the oneness, of God, of the universe, whatever you want to call it, right? And we all have these amazing gifts, but many who are still deeply asleep, they may feel something, but they don't know what to do with it. So they're kind of putting it aside. And I tell you, when I first, I mean, I think I've always had some kind of gifts, but I didn't know. And for, for years, I thought I had depression and anxiety because I was feeling things that I didn't know what to do with it, especially when I was working in that PTSD treatment facility. And I didn't know I was an empath. I tell you, that was quite challenging. So a lot of people don't really know what's going on. So they're just putting it off. Well, I'm just, you know, I have depression, I have anxiety, I'm just going crazy or whatnot, right? Or they're just completely ignoring it. I'm just having a bad day, right? So when you discover the truth of who you are, you're actually developing that gift and you're also learning how to step into your power. You do things that simply feel right. Not what you think is the right thing to do, but really what feels in alignment, what feels right. You just know this is the right thing to do. And then you start taking aligned and inspired actions and you also make those aligned and inspired 
decisions instead of just jumping on it like yes i'm gonna do that or no i'm not gonna do that no you're tuning in and you're just checking in with yourself so when you start developing that life becomes easier because then you start following your your inner inner and higher guidance you trust in that higher power leading the way you have that deep inner knowing that you know what even though i don't have all the answers right now even though i have no idea where i'm going but i know i'm on the right track and you also then develop that knowing that everything happens for a reason everything is happening to your highest and greatest good and of course also in divine timing and, and, and I get that. I mean, that is often very hard for a lot of people because they want to know what's my next step. What am I here to do? And I get that. But when you really start trusting your intuition, you just know that even though you don't have all the answers yet, even though you are not anywhere close to where you would like to be, but you know that you are on the right track and you're just going to follow that, that guidance. You take it one step at a time because you know everything is going to work out, even if it doesn't seem that way right at this moment. But you just know, you just trust. And you also, this, you know, learning how to trust your intuition makes you also feel more centered and in alignment because you know, you simply know everything is all right. You are right where you're meant to be. Everything happens for a reason. So whatever is going on in your life right now, there's there's a reason for that. Everything happens for a reason. There's a gift. There's maybe a lesson you need to learn. You just know that. You just trust that. Like I said, even though you don't have the answers to that right now, and I tell you, there are many times when I'm wondering, why am I feeling this way right now? Why am I not feeling inspired to move forward? Why am I, you know, I have all these why questions, but then I'm like, okay, I know it's it's part of my journey. It, it has to happen this way because there's something I need to learn. There's something that needs to shift for me in order to step into that next level. And it's the same with you. I truly believe that your life is already kind of, you know, laid out. There are certain things that you must discover or experience in order to be led onto that next path. And I get it. You probably say, well, I have free will. Yes, you do. But I truly believe that at the end, you're still going to get there where you're supposed to be. It's just how you're going to get there, how difficult it's going to be. So your free will is simply just how you're going to get there. But I truly believe that at the end, you're still going to get where you're supposed to go. It's just how you're going to get there. That's where the free will kind of comes in. So the more you can really learn how to trust your intuition and really take those aligned inspired actions, really develop that inner knowing that, you know, you're on the right track. That's when your life is going to change. But I get it. I mean, many may be challenged to really trust their intuition. And I've been there too, because, you know, you might question, I mean, is this really real? I mean, this is so easy. I mean, the message kind of came through. I mean, is this really real? Or, I mean, it's so easy. It, it has to be a lie. It's that's, that's not me. Or, you know, maybe that's just my ego talking, right? Because all that questioning, that doubting, that's really just your ego's way of trying to keep you from embracing your intuitive gifts from embracing that journey that you're on to basically keep you in your place, not allowing you to really venture out because sometimes the message that you're getting, the guidance that you're getting may just seem so far out of reach. It's like such a stretch. It's like so far outside of your comfort zone that you're questioning, I mean, is this real? Is this really real guidance? Am I really supposed to do this? Right? So you question that and people, when you mention something, let's say you're getting guidance for someone and you're mentioning to people, they may not resonate. 
And that makes you question the guidance and the insights that you received as well. And it's causing more doubt. But you see, the thing is, and I'll talk more about how can you determine when is it your ego talking, when it's higher, higher guidance talking. Let's say you want to go into channeling or you want to really get in tune with your higher self and get that higher guidance either for yourself or even with your clients. I mean, before I really did the channeling and I mean, yes, I've been doing the Akashic records, but usually like I learned I need to go into the records first before I can give guidance. But then when I was talking to clients, I mean, I was getting that messages like stuff was coming through and I wasn't even in their record. So, you know, sometimes, you know, when I mentioned something, you know, some people didn't really like it, but the thing is, and, and I questioned myself too, I'm like, I mean, okay, so was this true? Was that not? And, you know, and I've seen it with a lot of my clients as well, especially when they're having spiritual gifts, whether it's healing or, you know, messaging. Cause I mean, even healing is a way of higher guidance as well, because you're using your healing energy, like whether it's Reiki or any of those other healing energies or healing modalities, you are using a higher power to facilitate the healing. But you also got to be more in tune with your intuition in order to be in that higher level of vibrancy and consciousness to receive that guidance that so you can facilitate the healing, right? But going back to the resistance, like some people may be in resistance to the truth, but it doesn't mean that your guidance was wrong. I'm going to say that again, just because they're in resistance doesn't mean that the guidance was wrong because they were just resisting to the truth. They weren't ready to hear the truth because the thing is, when you get that higher guidance, you know, and you know, okay, this was not coming from you. You just know this was a higher guidance. Some people are simply resistant to that truth. They're simply not ready to hear that. And I've had that many times happening too when I gave an Akashic Record reading. When I, and I do it in writing, so the people are not even there. So I just tune in and I do the reading. I ask the question, I channel the message. And sometimes I, w I wonder, well, is this right or is this wrong? You know, but I really learned how to put it aside. But the thing is, then when I had a conversation with clients, usually when I was questioning the guidance that I was receiving, was it really real or whatnot? My clients, then they're like, oh my God, this was like amazing. This is so resonates with me. But then there's also other clients that I had when I just knew this was the right message and they were like, no, that doesn't feel right. That doesn't resonate with me. And initially I was wondering like, well, okay, so was this just my ego talking? I mean, it, it felt right, but my guides were sharing with me that she was simply not ready for that. She was simply not ready for that truth. I even had a client who, because usually with my Akashic Record readings, I also have a session afterwards to go over the readings with my clients because usually that's when the clarity comes. That's when we talk about the things that came through and that's when they're realizing, oh, what well, you know what? It does make sense. It does feel right. But you see, I had one client, I sent her the reading and she never even scheduled that follow-up call because she was in that much resistance because you just you see the thing is higher guidance they're not bsing you they're not telling you what you want to hear or what the client wants to hear you're getting nothing but the truth and hey you know the saying the truth stinks sometimes and it's the same thing so when you give that higher guidance even for yourself you may get guidance and you just really don't like it. But guess what? You just know it's the truth, right? So like I said, I'll talk more about how to determine what's true and what's not here in a minute. But, you know, 
getting that resistance from people can be challenging, can can challenge you to really trust what comes through to you. But here, you just want to keep practicing. You want to really learn to trust and then, you know, determining when is it your ego talking or when, when is it your higher self, that higher guidance really coming through. And that's what I want to go into next. Like, how can you really determine if it's your intuition, your higher self talking, or if it's your ego just trying to have fun with you? Because there's a difference in how it feels. Like, the best way that I can exp- explain it, describe it for myself is when it's higher, higher guidance, it just flows. It's effortless. It feels right. Like you're not even thinking about it. It's just, it flows through you because you see the thing is when you get that higher guidance, whether you channel, you know, do energy healing, whatnot, it's not you doing it. You just simply the conduit, the energy flows through you, whether you do music, art, or anything, anything that is coming through you. It's not actually you creating it. It is coming through you. And you will know when it's really flowing through you, when you're getting those downloads, when you're getting that divine guidance, when you're getting that, that when your guides impress certain things on you, it just flows. It just feels right. You don't think about it. It just comes out naturally. And yes, it's the truth, even if it doesn't feel good or if it doesn't resonate at first. But like I said, sometimes the truth can kind of stink. It, it, it's not always comfortable, but sometimes like when it comes to, when it comes to the higher truth, uh, the higher guidance, even though you may not like it, you just know it's the right thing. Because like I said, sometimes you get guidance. Oftentimes you get guidance you really don't want to hear right? Or something that your ego doesn't want to hear. Let's put it like that. But higher guidance never lies. It doesn't. And I tell you, I had gotten many messages, many, many higher guidance, like whenever I was channeling in my records and I was wondering like, why am I so stuck financially? Why am I moving forward? Any of those things, right? I I mean, I've done reading for myself and I'm telling you, some of the message I was getting, I'm like, damn, guys, did you guys have to be so brutal with me, right? So it wasn't what I wanted to hear, but I wasn't resisting it because I knew it was the truth. It just felt right. I just knew that was it. I am in my own way. I'm getting in my own way. I'm holding myself back. I have doubt. I have fears and all these things. So even though it wasn't what I wanted to hear, I knew it was right. But like I said, This is why I didn't want to hear it, right? Because it it wasn't very comfortable for me to hear that. But like I said, when you get that higher guidance, you don't get lies. The the guide, they don't BS with you. They don't sugarcoat stuff. They're right to the point. Now, you know, one thing that I always wondered, and I didn't really feel comfortable with that at first. Like, I'm pretty sure you have heard of Esther Hicks. She channels the collective energies of Abraham, right? And I was always wondering, that was before I really dove deeper into the Akashic Records and channeling. I always felt like she was speaking, when she was talking, she was sounded very rude. But you see, the thing is, it's not intentional for her to sound rude. It's just the truth. And that's how sometimes the guides speak because they're not sugarcoating anything. They're giving you the truth and nothing but the truth. And like I said, sometimes the truth can kind of, doesn't feel so good, right? But, you know, as I was getting more into the channeling, the Akashic Records, I realized that's really what it is. 
the guys don't play around. The higher guidance, even when I tune in and, and, and check in with myself, I often hear something like my higher self is telling me something. My soul is mentioning something and that I don't really like. My ego doesn't like, right? So when I had that impression that she sound, that, uh, that Esther Hicks was sounding rude, that wasn't my higher self talking because my higher self knew that it was nothing but the truth. It was my ego not liking that. So when you talk to clients and they are in resistance, that's their ego not liking what you're saying, you know? And what you can do here, if if you're sharing something and you just know it's the right thing, it flew, it was flowing through you, it feels right, it feels in alignment for you, and you just know it is right. And you start to learn to really trust that, that knowing that this, okay, this was not my ego, this was really my higher guidance. Then and you know that they're in a resistance of what you said, just talk with them through that. Really uh, coach them through that. Help them make sense of why that is. Help them see the truth and help them, you know, be open to that. Because when that stuff comes up, that usually comes up for a reason because they are now ready to work through that, even though they may not be aware of what's going on. But if you coach them through that, if you work with them through whatever came up in their resistance, I'm telling you, they will be, they will receive such deep transformation. But don't let that hold you back. Say, oh, they resisted. That must be wrong. You know, really, you want to turn, you want to tune in and really feel, okay, when it feels easy, when it feels like it was flowing, that's higher guidance. Now, on the contrary, ego, when your ego is talking, it feels more forced. It feels more like, like you have to think about what was said. Maybe you are going over, what did I just say? Did that make sense? Maybe you're trying to edit what was, what was trying to come through. That's your ego. And usually ego is limiting and it doesn't always resonate on a deeper level. Maybe it makes sense to your ego or to even with your clients, like, you know what? Yeah, that sounds like a great idea. Like the example I gave you early with one of my clients, you know, if, um, you know, back then, before I was really tuning into my intuition, we talked about a strategy and my client like, yes, that sounds like a great idea because his ego was saying, yes, it's the right idea. But his heart, his soul was like, no. So that's what I'm saying. like. Your clients may resonate with it from their mind, from the head, but deep down, they may not resonate. So when you can kind of tune in and you can feel that and you can trust what's coming up, then you can determine, okay, you know what? They're really not really all that open, but the way you really determine what message is coming through is higher guidance is effortless. It flows. It's easy. It feels right. It just flows through you. And ego is more forced. It's like you think about things and you're, you're trying to make stuff up or you're trying to edit what is trying to come through. That's ego. So you want to really learn how to determine when is it your ego talking and having fun with you and even maybe fun with your client or with people. And when is it really your higher self talk? When is it that, when is it that higher guidance that's really trying to come through? Right. And just, you got to be open to that as well. But like I said, I just want to touch on the whole, you know, when people don't resonate, like I said, don't think that it's something that you did wrong, that you said something wrong. It may just simply be that because they are in resistance to the truth. And then, like I said, when you give them the guidance and you coach them through the resistance, because eventually they will realize the truth. Like I said, once you determine, is this higher, higher truth, higher guidance, or is this ego talking? And when you're giving guidance or when you're getting the guidance, when you're giving the guidance and you're not quite sure, 
or maybe you haven't really developed that, that, you know, your spidey senses of, okay, is this ego or is this my higher self talking or higher guidance coming through? You can ask, you can tune in and ask, okay, is this of higher truth or is this ego? And then just listen, trust, and then act. So when you listen and you get that, sometimes you just get that, that, that feeling of it, it sounds more like a yes. Maybe you hear, yes, that's higher truth, or you just get that warm, fuzzy feeling or whatnot. So there's going to be a difference also if you're getting a yes or a no, but you can ask, you can tune in and ask, is this of higher truth? Is this higher guidance? Is this my ego talking? And of course it comes with practice, but the way you can best practice to really increase your intuition, your, your intuitive abilities is tune in daily. You want to tune into yourself daily and ask what is most important for me to focus on today? How or who am I here to serve today? And whatever other question you want to ask and then wait for the answer. And also listen, trust and act. And in order, what one thing you can do to really bypass the ego or kind of trick the ego is by using automatic writing where, where you just write in your journal and then maybe you write a question, kind of tune in, but you want to tune into your heart first. You don't want to do this while being in your head. You want to tune into your heart and just you just write in your journal and you ask a question, you know, what is most important for me to focus on today? And then you just let it cut flow through automatic writing is so powerful. And that's what like for me, for example, I like the channeling in the written form because I can bypass my ego. Now, whenever I'm, I mean, I'm still practicing the verbal channeling, but I notice whenever I channel verbally, my ego is coming in and trying to put a stop to that, right? So when you do the automatic writing, you can bypass your ego because you're so focused on writing that you're not really paying attention to your ego. And then you, you can allow the message come flow through you a lot easier. So if you want to try that, you know, just get your, your journal out or notebook or whatnot, just start writing, tune into your heart and then ask questions and then watch how you're, uh, you will notice then, and all of a sudden you maybe talk in a different way or you're, writing in a third person, like someone is talking to you, right? Kind of like in that way. And, you know, just try that. But, you know, tuning in daily is very, very beneficial and helping you really increase your intuitive abilities. And also before you take any actions or make any decisions or anything like that, before you may have jumped on an opportunity when someone, an opportunity presented itself to you, or maybe you heard about a strategy like, yes, I'm going to do that. But now I want to invite you before you do anything, before you take any actions or make any big decisions, tune in first, tune into your heart and see, does it feel right? I'm not saying, does it, do you think it's the right thing? Because that's your ego. You want to get, you want to put your ego on timeout for that time. You want to tune in. It's like, okay, does this feel right? Is this something I should do right now? Okay, because it may be the right thing for you to do, but maybe it's not a right now, or maybe it's not something you're supposed to do right. Maybe it doesn't feel right in this moment, but it doesn't mean that it won't be a good thing for you to, for you to do later on down the road. Right. So going back to like, I mentioned it before to you, like I know for me, speaking is going to be one of my big strategies. That's, I know deep within my heart, this is where I will be one of these days on stage, 
hosting retreats and all of those different things like in-person events. But I know it's not a right now. And not just because of COVID, but I know I have not grown into that person yet that feels comfortable doing these big events. Energetically, I don't think I'm ready to hold that kind of big event. And also, I still have stuff that I need to work through. But for me, I'm working towards that by, you know, podcast. That's That was a yes at that moment. And then also, I mentioned to YouTube, that's on the horizon as well. I got the clear message that YouTube is good for me. Also, right now, I'm still moving into that as well. But you want to tune in and see, does this feel right? You may get a yes, you may get a no. And then you ask, is this a right now? And then you want to really listen and then trust whatever message you're getting and then act on it. If you're getting a no, this is not the right thing to do, then trust in that and do not act on it. Like act on it in a way that you're not doing the strategy. Look for something different. If you're getting a yes, then trust in that too. Even if it feels outside of your comfort zone, trust. I'm telling you, when I got the message about the YouTube, I'm like, ah, I don't want to do all these videos. I don't even feel like being on video right now. I gained so much weight last year. I don't want to be on video. But, you know, I had to be honest with myself. And I know that, well, if this is where spirit wants me to go, then, hey, I've got to listen. Because I know this is going to help me make the impact that I want to make, that I'm here to make. And that's also part of, it's like the puzzle piece that will then allow me to grow into the person that feels comfortable doing these in-person events. So that's what I mean. Tune in before you make any decisions, before you take any actions, tune in to see, does it feel right? And is it a right now? And then you can also practice it with other people where you intentionally tune into others. But I want to warn you, please don't do it without their permission. Because there are those spiritual laws, right? You want to honor people's spiritual and energetic privacy. But if you can ask them if it's okay for you to tune in, you can tune into them and then feel the energy and, and see what do you feel. And like I said, this is just like you want to practice that first. But like I said, get their permission if possible. Because, you know, I tell you a story and I was very, very upset about that. Now, I was part of a mastermind before. And there was a time when I was going through a massive awakening. I was going through so much stuff. So I actually told him, look, I'm going to be not part of this for a little while. And because I, I, I had to deal with my stuff. I was really in a really wrong place. And actually, that was last year when also the whole getting... Was it last year or the year before? I don't even remember. But there was a lot going on. And I was not able to be part of that mastermind. So I was, you know, missing a couple of a couple of calls and whatnot. And then this one guy that was part of the mastermind had reached out to me. He's like, hey, Kay, are you okay? I, I tuned into your energy and I felt that something is wrong. I did not like that because that was something that I was going through. I mean, if I would have wanted them to know that I'm going through a rough time, I would have told them. So that's what I mean by you want to honor people's privacy and i'm not just talking about their person but their spiritual their energetic privacy because when you invade when you tune into someone and you feel that there's something wrong with them you're invading their spiritual and energetic privacy by tuning in with them tuning in to them without their permission so that's what i'm saying 
always ask for their permission. You want to honor people's privacy. This is very important. I, for me, for example, I cannot access someone's records unless they give me permission. There are no spiritual laws and you want to honor them, right? I mean, yes, I can force myself into someone's records, but then that would not be right, right? So you want to honor those spiritual laws. Now it's different with clients though. So when you have a session with someone, right, you can always tune in because I mean, they, they, they have already given you permission to work with you because they're working with you, right? They're paying you, they're scheduling session with you. They come to you for help. So for that, it's okay to tune into them before the session, you know, during the session and maybe even after the session, just to, you know, maybe finish up the session. I do that with my clients. I tune in before to see what is, what do we need to work on? What is the message here, right? I connect with them energetically. But like I said, they are my clients. That's fine. However, I never tune into my clients in between sessions unless they reach out to me and they ask a question and then I, that kind of gives me permission. Okay, I can tune into them. But you want to practice those healthy boundaries. So no tuning in to your clients outside of sessions unless, like I said, unless they ask. So you really want to honor people's privacy. I can't say this and stress this enough. This is very important because as your gifts develop more and, and you're tuning into people, you, like I said, some people, they don't want you to know that something is going on. So, you know, I just want to mention that. Now you can also tune into your own body and kind of see what do I feel right now? What's going on? What's the message? What am I resisting? Now, especially when you're having a bad day and, you know, nothing seems to be working. Instead of just trying to push through and, you know, just make stuff happen, maybe sit back and, and take, a take a time out basically and just kind of tune in and see what's going on here. Why am I feeling this way? What is the message here? What am I resisting? What am I not seeing? What's the lesson here? Whatever question you want to ask, but you can tune in instead of ignoring it because whatever you're feeling, you're feeling that for a reason. It may be that you're picking up other people's stuff. And here also you can ask, okay, is what I'm feeling, is that mine or is it someone else's? And just tune in, listen, trust and then act upon that. Very important. But you can do, do this every day. Tune in and just check in with yourself. What's going on? How am I feeling today? Because awareness then also gives you a choice to course correct. Now, the more you tune into yourself, actually, it helps you develop your intuitive gifts. It, it You're basically practicing on yourself first before you then really, you know, Go loose on your clients. So you want to practice on yourself first. You know, really learn to also differentiate. Is it your higher guidance coming through? Is it, you know, higher guidance, higher self talking to you, your guides talking to you, or is it ego talking? Remember what I mentioned earlier. Ego is usually forced, doesn't always feel right. And you just, you know, you just, it's more heavier, but higher guidance and guidance from your higher self, from your soul, it's easy. It flows. It just feels right. It's uplifting. And then, you know, once you start practicing on yourself, unless you're already really good, then, hey, continue what you've been doing, you know, but keep practicing because the more you practice and it's not just you, you practice once and then you have your intuition and that's it, but you want to keep sharpening your skills by keep improving your spidey senses, so to speak. And just trust what comes up, what comes through. And then you can apply it with clients and the people that you talk to. But like I said, honor people's spiritual privacies. Okay. 
And whenever you are in doubt, just simply ask, is this of higher truth? Is this higher guidance? And then listen, trust, and act. And if, if you're really in doubt, investigate what's coming up. You know, investigate your, your doubts or uncover your doubts, your limitations, worries, fears, and anything. And then just heal and cut the cords. Because as you're really developing your spiritual gifts, your spiritual intuition, and whatever else, whatever other gifts that you have, you may have fears coming up of being big and bold. Now, I also did an episode about being big and bold because the more you step into your power, the more you discover the truth of who you are, the more your spiritual gifts will come through, will develop. And that can cause all kinds of fears of, What if people reject me? What if people don't like it? What if, what if, what if, what if, what if? And then you start playing small and you don't step into your power. Like I mentioned earlier with you, I know I'm supposed to be on on stage, hold these workshops, but I'm not quite ready for that. But I can work on that by moving forward step by step in order to allow myself to be, be really big and bold in that way. And of course, also ready energetically to step into that. But you just want to really release anything that may be holding you back. If you choose to really continue on this path, I always, I'm always amazed by what else is possible. I remember when I first kind of discovered the whole spiritual side, I'm like, oh my God, this is amazing. I got spiritual gifts. I got superpowers. What else can I do? What else am I, is possible? And my guides have shared with me before that. I've only barely scratched the tip of the iceberg and I'm like, oh, what else is possible, right? So you want to be curious about that too, because then you can develop more of your gifts. And I'm telling you, your life will not be the same anymore. When you really start working on increasing your intuition and really trusting your intuition, I'm telling you, so many amazing things can happen for you, right? So, you know, thank you so much for listening. I mean, if you want some help, I mean, my birthday special is still going on for the rest of the month, you know, where you get a 90 minute session. That's like a combination of a five question Akashic record reading where you can ask any questions about your purpose, about your business, about your life, about finances, whatever it is that you want. And you also get a 90 minute session like where we go over the reading together. And we also do about 60 minutes of that sessions about light language, really healing and clearing, cutting cords and releasing past life ties or whatever is asking to be released. You know, so that special is good for the end of the month. It's only 149. If that's of interest to you, email me info at ksanders.com. Let me know you would like to take advantage of this birthday special. But again, you know, thank you so much for tuning in. I'm so excited that you are on this path and I'm super grateful that you allow me to be part of your path. And even if it's just by you listening to this podcast, but I hope these episodes really resonate with you and I hope they help you on your path to make this a little easier. I know for myself, if I wouldn't have had my mentor, I think I would have gone bananas because all the stuff that's going on when you're awakening, when you're growing, when you're moving up in a higher consciousness, and especially like this year has been very intense and a lot of people have been waking up. Even last year, a lot of people were waking up to that. What is to come? I know one of the messages that I was getting from my guides last year was that everything that happened until you know, at that point was really to prepare us for that next step, which is now we have stepped into this this new decade. We stepped into a whole new level of energies and we all 
we all are being awoken to that part of us that has been so deeply asleep. It's just some people, they're fighting it. And that's why you see all these, these protests, this hatred and the, the, the ugliness that's going on right now. But I'm so glad to see that you have really found your calling, that you found your way to my show. And I'm really hoping that I'm able to help you make sense of a lot of the things that you maybe don't really know about or you're questioning and you're wondering, am I just going crazy? But I just want you to know you're not. If you ever wonder, am I going crazy? Is what I'm feeling really real? Or am I making stuff up? Just trust. Really listen, trust and act. That's like the one thing that I had to learn as well, that I had to listen to what was coming up trust that it's of truth, of higher truth, and then act upon it, even if it felt a little bit out of a stretch. I mean, you still have free will of how fast you're moving forward, but as long as you're moving towards that direction of the guidance that you were getting, because it is, it is meant to be that way. You are meant to be on this path. So like I said, thank you so much for tuning in. I'm super grateful that you're here again, and I will talk to you again in the next episode. Until then, make an amazingly abundant, successful day. Namaste. Thank you for listening to today's episode. Now, if you enjoyed what you have heard, please be sure to leave a review on iTunes and also follow the show on your favorite listening platform just to make sure that you won't miss any upcoming episodes. And also, if you would like some extra motivation, guidance, or support to help you step into your power and finally manifest the amazing business and life that your heart desires, or if you would like to just get more information about this podcast, then visit me at ksanders.com and also feel free to connect with me on LinkedIn, Facebook, or even Instagram. Now, I appreciate you so much for being here and I will see you in the next episode. Until then, have an amazingly abundant and successful day. 